we we are really good moms. So. <laughs> You're just really good at everything. Sorry, I'm trying to multitask and it's like You're good. You can definitely multitask. We're just glad you're here because, you know. I mean, <laughs> I, we have a lot of interesting things to say, but. <laughs> well, I am here to say, yes. Mm-hmm. Dad, yes. Amen, sister. Uh-huh. Candace, where are you? We're freaking out. We need to know how you wrangle all those kids for school. You know those great conversations you just don't want to end? The ones that make you laugh or cry or just say, yeah, me too. It's amazing how many of those happen when friends just have a minute to sit together. This is Conversations at the Kitchen Table with Alamo City Moms blog. We'll talk parenting, motherhood, kid stuff, real stuff, hard stuff, and fun stuff. And we hope you'll feel like you just had a great conversation with friends. This is episode two, and we're talking school days, routines, and traditions. And staying sane and organized, or at least attempting to stay sane and organized during the school year, and what works best for our kids and each of our families. Here's who's at the table. Hi, this is Erin. I have three kids, a daughter who is six, and two sons who are four and 16 months. And my favorite school night dinner is probably sausage pie AM. This is Amanda. I have one who is six. And my favorite school night dinner is whatever I order off the Alamo Cafe menu. Hi, this is Janelle. I have two boys, ages four and eight. And my favorite school night dinner is leftovers. Hi, this is Jessica. Two kids, but six and four. No, just kidding. Seven and five. <laughs> and my favorite school night dinner is probably ordering Domino's. All right, Candace. Um, I have six kids, and they're just a lot of different ages, and my favorite dinner, beef taco soup. Isn't that the yeah. one you just sent um, Styles the recipe for? Yes, I texted it to her, and she made it, and she nailed it, and she's probably going to eat it for the next week. Was that her first big meal she made herself at college? Yes. She really sent a picture. She was so proud of herself. That's so sweet. Man, I'm so kind of dreading the, like, going into college stuff. Hey, but one of the things that I was thinking about, um, like, with school traditions is that everybody takes the first day of school picture, right? My yeah. mom made us take them through high school, and then when we went to college, she demanded one on the first day of class every year. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, but didn't Styles send you one? Like on the first she did. Day? She sent a picture and it said first day of 13th grade. <laughs> Isn't she clever? I love that. Um, on my first day of teaching every year when I was in the classroom, I would send my mom a first day of school picture. I have a friend from college. His partner is a teacher and he posts pictures of his partner. Of his first day of school. It's really they never were quite like as magical as they look though like the creation of them like usually even the night before I'm like okay I'm gonna get something cute written which I don't even have good handwriting so it's never that cute and then I forget it so I'm just like just just stand here here is a little card that says you're in first grade smile by this post and they're mad because we're rushing like it's but nevertheless I feel like it's incredibly important for some reason I do too and it is I always have to I'm gonna take this picture and we don't try to do it in the morning because well first of all Carson leaves at like zero dark 30 (laughs) and so I do it after the first day 
but I'd like to do them outside. So again, I can't do them when they go to school because it's so dark. Yeah. They did in the evenings, but they always put up a fuss. I'm like, the memories. We skipped uh, first day school pictures this year. And I took them on Friday of the first week of school uh, because the sign in front of the school is always so busy the first two days of school that you have to get to school like 45 minutes early to stay in line to take a picture by the sign. And I was like, we don't have time for that. So we did it Friday. And so she was in her dress uniform and there was no line and we weren't rushed. And people were like, that's so smart. And I'm like, it's the first week. It still counts, right? Like, not it's like she grew like crazy in five days or whatever. <laughs> and she still looked like herself from the first day of school. I got around that first day of school thing by doing it the day before school started. But the only way I could get them to participate willingly was for them to choose their own theme for the photo shoots. And we <laughs> talked about it all summer long. And then the Sunday before the first day of school, they got all dressed up in their in their themed costumes. And we, you know, set up some cool like backdrop stuff. And we um, uh, let them take their first day of school pictures totally like made up and dressed so cute and they, they were, were so cute they wanted to they wanted to be there I mean it's not exactly the same thing as them in their little like school clothes and stuff it certainly commemorates that that stage in their life I guess I think it's great I look back at some of them because every time I have to go what did I write last time for the consistency or you know how did I write this but oh man it gets me in the heart when I see really how much they changed from year to year so as much as it's a pain in the rear sometimes I'm really glad that you done it and I just make them stand in front of the fireplace and take a picture and then I see everybody's got like first day of school and I want to be this when I grow up no I don't do the sign I can't remember and I know it would make me crazy in 13 years to have like inconsistency in it (laughs) so I just don't do it your OCD is thinking ahead yeah (laughs) I don't know what you wanted to be in fourth grade I can't I can't make it change I'll see these kids and it's like, I want to be an architect. I'm a second grader. Yeah. Mom like that. All right. Spell it. <laughs> Spell well, it. And, and I, I told Connor, I was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he's like, I'm four. <gasps> okay. Well, I'll just, never mind. Thanks. So that's Yay, cool. Yay, that's preschool. Cool. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> we have a, a tradition in my house and I just copied it from my parents. So thanks mom and dad. We have a fun dinner in honor of the new school year. So we try to do that like a week or two before school starts. And so that, you know, get excited about it. And so then we take a picture at that, at that too. You know, at first they wanted, they loved Whataburger. So, and now she's like, we need to go to the Rainforest Cafe for $995, but, (laughs) and a 16 hour wait for chicken fingers, but whatever, it's fine. Of course, now she's like, we should go to the tower and get steaks. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I gave Diggy the option of picking um, somewhere to eat. I was like, oh, it's the first day of school. What do you want to eat? She was like, pizza. Oh, that's well, nice. there's our tradition right there. We're ordering pizza on the first day of school from here on till forever. We let them pick the menu that they want. And I think Carson did fajitas and Trent just wanted potatoes. <laughs> I was like, okay, just... You totally won. That's amazing. (laughs) Y'all are such good moms. I don't do any of that. I'm like, this is what I made on the first day, so eat it. I don't don't know. Yeah, we we are really good moms, so... (laughs) Yeah, you are. You're just really good at everything. Um, I love that one of our contributors, Jen, does Monday cookies. And so... (gasps) 
I, I know. I so envious. Every Monday? Monday? Yeah, every Monday. Monday. Homemade. What, do I have to cook dinner, let alone? Yeah. Are they, they cooking dinner? No. Because they I show up on our news feed. And I love Jen, and I'm always jealous of this. She even puts a flower arrangement with the picture of the cookies. And my kids would love that. It's just never going to happen. But I can show them her picture on Facebook. I feel like these little routines are just as important for us as they are for the kids. I think that, I mean, obviously right now we're kind of talking about treats, but I think that it helps me get through the week too. Rosalinda was saying that she likes to play music in the mornings for her kids during the school year and that it like sets the mood for the day. So sometimes she'll do like seasonal music or silly music, inspirational. And I thought that was really cool. Music makes such a difference in my life. And I've noticed that my highly sensitive child, it helps her as well, just in terms of (laughs) it helps her kind of focus. And so I let her pick the soundtrack. What are we going to do on our way to school? And she gets like two or three songs on. And Justin and I were talking about breakfast today. Or lack thereof. Or or lack thereof, because um, I mean, full spread with blueberry pancakes in this house, not really. Big bars. My family, we like breakfast a lot. It's like my favorite meal. The problem is I don't like to get up in the morning. So we usually do something quick. I'll put the central market, like some sort of grainy blueberry waffle in the toaster. And then we just put sun butter, almond butter on it and out the door they go. I don't know. I feel pretty decent about that. At least they have something in their stomach. My oldest will eat a hard boiled egg. So if me and my Instapot get to work in on Sunday nights, then I'll have some hard boiled eggs. But really that's it. And sometimes it's just a handful <laughs> a handful of cereal. We had goldfish yesterday for breakfast. And then this morning, Vivi gets got up and was like, What is that amazing? <laughs> no, it's only Thursday. I was like, Yeah, dad made a cinnamon rolls. You would have thought she won the Powerball lottery with how excited she was. This is so much better than having goldfish fish in the car and I'm like yeah don't get used to it again (laughs) we'll do waffles too though when Carson was younger it was like every morning so we implemented waffle Wednesday you can have waffles on Wednesday and kind of just implemented to put a slow down on the waffle intake (laughs) we have waffle Monday waffle Tuesday waffle Wednesday (laughs) I'm not a Pinteresty kind of person but I did steal this off of Pinterest. It's not actually rocket science. But what I did do is I bought a bunch of bananas and blueberries, raspberries, and strawberries, and a big thing of fresh spinach. I put them in giant gallon baggies, and I divided up a banana or two bananas, and then a bunch of berries. And then basically put it in the freezer immediately. And then I stick it in the blender with some almond milk and and some honey. And it is so good. And the kids actually really like that. And I feel 100% decent about that breakfast. The problem is I don't want them to wake up my 16 month old in the morning so I don't get it except from the weekends but it's a really good idea Michelle um, was saying that she likes to on Sundays when she's like chopping and stuff for the week she'll portion out fruit for breakfast but then also bake like a batch of muffins or you know make some things ahead of time so that it's easy I like that I, it's gotta be easy yeah. I do muffins like twice a week but I cheat I use the like you just dump the muffin mix in and add milk right that's yeah, how much cheating Oh, that's not cheating. Okay. No baking when you're doing that. That's not cheating. Yeah. 
You turn the oven on. That is not cheating. Feel so much better about myself. Oh, good. You got Glad it. we can help you out with that. That's what we're here for. So Janelle, <laughs> when she, like at the beginning of the school year, she'll put her kids' lunch times into her oh. phone as an alarm so that if she wants to go eat lunch with them or the alarm goes off so she remembers to go eat lunch with them. How <laughs> often do you go eat with them? Maybe one, twice a month. Not a lot. But I think once or twice a month. Still, yeah. like I have to have alarms in my phone because I need that hour to go, okay, I need to either make my own lunch or pick something up or anything. I feel like y'all are really nailing motherhood. You've <laughs> <laughs> met us. I'm like, I'm like Janelle, girl, us. you set an alarm on your phone? Like, doing it. I have an alarm for when the bus comes. I know that I can get pretty much anywhere in San Antonio in about 30 minutes back to the school. Yeah, that's I what mine's set for, 30 minutes. So I was up at the school for parent-teacher conference and my alarm on the phone went off and her teacher was like, is, is everything okay? I was like, oh yeah, that's just my, don't forget you have a kid and you have to pick her up from school alarm. And she like slowly jotted a note on in your because file. she's like irresponsible. <laughs> Who can't remember she don't has forget me early dismissal because it's like oh, oh, that, oh yeah that's awful how do y'all deal with after school snack because it's a thing at my house i've read like kind of to ease the mood like sometimes they're hangry and i get that i can get hangry too so but then it's like feed them good protein or something well that creates a fight in my house when i'm like okay your choices are almonds <laughs> Like hummus and carrots. They're like, what? And then we have 14 snacks before dinner, you know, and we don't, but there's a fight for it. And yeah. like so much so that I have a lock on my pantry, you guys, because they're scavengers and I feed my children. Snack time after school always creates fights at our house. And I actually don't have very good, I, I don't know what to do. No, we have a one snack rule and it always turns into like, I hear somebody in the pantry eating goldfish like quietly. <laughs> what? <laughs> Get out of the pantry. So what do y'all feed? What do you eat for a snack that's so like helpful? They're allowed one what we call pantry item so it'd be goldfish or graham crackers or we'll do popcorn in the microwave and then if they're hungry after that it has to be a fridge item so fruit yogurt applesauce that kind of thing Vivi comes home ravenous and um, when she was in kindergarten I would say about halfway through the first semester I read someone was having the same issue and she realized how hungry her kids were when they got home from school and they didn't often get to have family dinners just because of schedule and dad's schedule and whatever. So she would feed the kids dinner when they got home and then they would do homework and bath, you know, evening routine. And then before bed, they'd have a snack to tide them over. It would be like whatever they were going to have after school. But, you know, like graham crackers and Nutella or peanut butter and carrots or whatever. So she just flip-flopped it. And so we started doing that with B because she comes home so hungry. And I was like, if you're going to eat enough food to be a meal, I'd rather just be your meal. And and not stress about how much snack stuff you're eating. So I would say probably two or three days out of the week, she eat, she just eats her whole meal. I think my kids could do that. The problem that I have is that, you know, hubby doesn't get home till, I mean, 6.15. And I mean, that's our biggest thing is I, I would like for us to eat as a family. I think it's important. I mean, it makes sense, but then I guess you just don't eat as a family or you make them sit there while y'all eat or like, how does that? Sometimes she'll join us at the table while we're eating and we have yeah. a conversation. Um, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we just don't. I mean, I shoot for like three school nights a week eating together. Which is realistic. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes we just wait and eat till after she goes to bed. And I got to be honest, it's kind of nice to have that. It's so nice. Like we dinner time. Uh-huh. We all go to our separate places and eat dinner most, most nights. When the girls were little, we would try and force it. And, you know, 
Justin with the autism, like some days she just couldn't do it. And so we resigned to it and just said, let's just go eat where you want to eat and be happy and comfortable. And it doesn't take away from us having quality family time in other areas. We get to discuss things in the car or whatever. I mean, I know that everybody says the dinner table is the most important time, but it's just, it's really not for us. No, I mean, it, it is. It's something I go back and forth with because I enjoy it. And it was happy memories for me as a kid. You know, when they start going to bed later, it might be easier, quite frankly, but it's exhausting. How do you do homework? Do you make them do it right when they get home? Do you have a break first? What's your routine? Do you have a spot? That's the first thing we have to do is get the homework out of the way and they just go into their room and do it. I don't help with homework. Homework has changed each year. And when Carson was younger, they sent all the homework on Monday and it was due Friday, which helped with learning some time management. Like you can't, you know, you can't keep putting it off because you have Boy Scouts or sports or other things. So you need to space it out. This year, he gets it home every night, which is actually kind of good for him. He comes home, has a snack, and he does it. We don't have um, a whole lot of homework yet, quite frankly. Um, And I think it's fantastic. (laughs) But Chloe has to read 20 minutes a day, um, five days a week. And sorry for the dog. Um, And and. She likes, so it's only five days a week and, you know, she decides, well, if I read like two hours on Sunday, then that's, and she loves it. So it's easy. So for me, it's not that big of a deal. I will say though, that because there's not a whole lot of routine associated with it yet, I mean, she, she knows to get it done and she, that's important to her. If I do say like, Hey, why don't you do your reading? It's already like, no, not yet. Not yet. I'm not ready yet, or I'll do it at night. I'll do it at night. And then, because, you know, I'm just as neurotic, like it has to be done that night. So then we're up late and it causes chaos. And so I, I don't know what the right thing to do is, you know, with her and just kind of her personality. I think maybe I left it to her would be very happy to put it off until like after dinner, after bath or something. But I know people are like, oh, give them a break, let them play, da 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 We have to get out of the car, come in the door. We have like a command center where her backpack gets hung, her shoes get taken off, her um, school uniform tie gets hung mm-hmm. up, so it's all right there. She gets out her take-home folder and her uh, agenda and puts it in a little basket, and then she gets her homework out of her take-home folder, and we sit down and, and do it immediately. She just does so much better when she comes in and just does it And then after that, it's like, I feel like the night's easy. Maria said that she has a big wooden tray that she keeps with pencils and colored pencils and like all the practice books and extra paper and a ruler, like anything you could possibly need for homework. It's all right there together. And she just moves it like from the dining room table to the living room or wherever her kids are doing homework so that they have all their stuff. And there's no like, I need to go find a pencil or dig through the box that has 15,000 different crayons, markers, and colored pencils in it to find a colored pencil or just whatever. And I thought that was so smart because I think, you know, a lot of times you're like, oh, you should have a designated spot with all the materials you need. Well, that's really impractical in a lot of houses and a lot of families to have a spot that is solely used for kids' homework. And so to be able to have kind of a a mobile homework station, if you will, like you want to do homework on the floor? I don't care. Do your homework on the floor. Here's all the stuff you need for it. That's great. Yeah, that's really, that was a really you know, I, I think it has a lot to do with recognizing your kid's personality, which <clears throat> I will admit, you know, when, um, when Chloe started first grade, 
you know, we switched out, put a desk in because for me, I like my planner. I like my desk area, like everything's pretty clean. Like I didn't do anything before I did my homework my whole life. Like that was just really important to me and I got excited about it and I shagnered. But for Chloe, like she, her desk is now filled with all of her Legos that she made <laughs> and it's making me a little hivey. And so I have to realize that like when she wants to do her homework, you know, she'll just, she'll do it. So we do it at the kitchen table. We do it on the couch. We read, you know, wherever, you know, I think part of that is really all that's to say, you know, deciding when the homework needs to be done or deciding where it needs to be done. You also have to pay attention to what's best for the kid, which is hard for us parents because we have this idea of how we want it done or when we want it done or how we think it's done the best. Or how it was um, done because that's the way our parents did it. And it may oh, yeah. have even been the best way for us to do it, but because that's the way they did it, because that's the way that their parents or whatever. Yeah. yeah, no, it's true. You know, but that, I mean, I'm at fault most for thinking of how I did it or what made sense to me. And that's really been, it's been a, a growing year for me as a parent because all of these things, you know, like we talked about routine, we talked about daytimes and snacks and, I always attribute how I am trying to raise my kids back to how it made sense for me. And that's not the best way to do it for, you know, each child needs a reassessment. I think that setting up the expectations and knowing what works for your kid, it makes it easier on everybody. Denise said that when her girls were young, one of the things that she did is that she kept a small like dry erase board outside of each of their doors. And I, I really love this. I think it's so smart. And before going to bed every night, she'd like check the calendar for the next day and write on the board reminders for the kids. Like, oh. hey, you have dance tomorrow. Make sure you pack your dance clothes. Or I thought, you know, we have a family calendar. And, and but I think that having like, an, if you have multiple kids, having one for each kid, that's a kind of a cool connection thing too, to like know that I was thinking about you and I wrote this out for you and keeps everybody on track. That's a great idea. That's great. fun. I really like that idea. What are some other things to do at night that make the next day easier? Obviously laying out clothes. I love that Shanti does. I think, you know, it's been around Pinterest a couple of times, but she uses one of those divided hanging shelves and lays the kids clothes out for the whole week. We don't lay out our clothes. Carson picks out what he wants. And I have told him, if you're getting dressed, you notice you don't have more underwear or this is your last pair of shorts. Please tell me. Yeah, we, we set them out at night. Um, you know, again, I just have two right now that are going to school. And, um, you know, <laughs> again, I think micromanager and me like wants to make sure they match, make sure that the bow matches the shirt. <laughs> but um, it's, it's been really helpful because now even my four-year-old will say, okay, we, I, I have a school day tomorrow because he only goes to school three days. Like we get to, we, I, I'll pick out my socks and my underwear and you do my shirt. And so it's a little process and it's exciting for him. So we do put it out the night before. But the other thing that we do, because they share a bathroom upstairs and then I have, you know, my 16 month old is upstairs. And so I don't want them to wake him up in the morning while they're getting dressed. And so we have little like shower caddies essentially. So at night they brush their teeth and they do their inhalers and get everything ready upstairs in their bathroom. And then I get their shower caddies ready and they, you know, give them to me and we bring them downstairs. And so they get dressed in the mornings downstairs quietly and they use our powder bath with their little shower caddies. And so they're just responsible for making sure everything's in there. Um, and it keeps things organized, but it also gives them a little contribution. So 
We have um, kind of the same thing is we just have duplicate everything downstairs in the half bath that stays under the sink. So we have like extra brush, rubber bands, toothbrush, toothpaste, and it just, it makes it so much easier in the morning to just be like, okay, get dressed and get downstairs because that's where the rest of life in the morning happens, not in your bedroom. And then I can kind of supervise while I'm making coffee or packing the car or figuring out what baggie of goldfish she's going to take for breakfast or, <laughs> um, or whatever. <laughs> Lindsay does a thing where she has a, a basket by the front door and it's a place to put the shoes when you come in that she knows that's where all the school shoes are. And so shoes go in there. And somebody on the team was saying that they have socks and underwear and like the, all, like all the basics downstairs and their kids get dressed downstairs and then the shoes are by the socks and the socks are by the shoes. And I think being flexible and like where you keep your stuff, we have a shoe basket downstairs. And I know um, my husband was really hesitant at first to have a shoe basket downstairs because shoes belong upstairs in your closet. But then it made it so much easier to have the shoes downstairs. So you weren't like, go upstairs and get some shoes. Go find your shoes. Where are your shoes? They're in the shoe basket by the garage door. Like that's just where they live. And it, it just makes it so much easier. And it, and it makes sense. Like I don't know how we kind of got stuck on it has to be this way when this way makes my life so much easier. <laughs> it does. We have a shoe basket for the same reason. I just implemented it this year actually. And it has been... So lovely. It makes everything easier, quite frankly. Yeah, because yeah. asking one of them to go upstairs for shoes, forget it. That's like, a recipe it's be for a 10 minutes. minute, exactly, 10 minute oh, delay yeah. at minimum. Like you're on time. I know. Oh, yeah. Until the shoes. Like you're kind, until the shoes. Um, you know, I think I think the, the fact of the matter is that everything is just kind of dependent on who your child is and what your family's like and what works best for you. So part of it is just trial and error. We're all just trying to figure it out along the way. I'm sure glad I have you guys to figure it out with. Me too. All right. Till next time. All right. Adios, you guys. Bye. Thanks for spending a part of your day with us. We'd love for you to join us at the kitchen table for the next episode where we'll talk family and holidays and how merging cultures, family priorities, and traditions makes for even more meaningful time together. Head to alamocitymomsblog.com slash kitchen table for show notes, just to say hi, or catch up on past episodes. From our kitchen table to yours, you've got this.